Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Today we're going to talk about the Astros and Padres with my special guest, Stadium Steffi. Steffi, what's up, buddy? Howdy, friend. So excited to be here and excited to not be alone like I was last week because talking to myself was scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty tough. I'm, I'm kind of used man. to it, it but is. I prefer to talk to somebody else. It makes it a lot more fun. Absolutely. It's much more fun to share your uh, experiences, your thoughts, all, the, oh, yeah. all your feelings. You know, I like oh, to yeah. talk about my feelings. It's a vibe. Well, well, I've already done the podcast on game one. So what are your feelings? about game one we got destroyed 11 to 2 and this is with everybody having this negativity towards us being at home and you're like wow we we got killed again but i'll say one thing i'll say one thing hunter brown has been kind of bad and blake snell is really good so i kind of thought we were going to lose but not 11 to 2 yeah, no, I mean, Blake Snell did what Blake Snell does. I mean, that guy is definitely at the top of the list of guys for the Cy Young on the National League side. So, I mean, he held the bats down, which was incredible for him. But I think, too, you see Hunter Brown kind of dealing with a little bit of that fatigue at the end of the season that, I mean, you're when you come from a team that just won the World Series, had to go into, obviously, late October, you get a lot less of a kind of down period. It it really does kind of wear on some of those rookies and you see it a little bit more in some than others. And I think, unfortunately, Hunter Brown is one of those guys that you're definitely seeing that fatigue with. So I'm still hopeful that he can turn it around, but at the same time, he's one of those guys that I, in the postseason, I would have him towards the end of the line a little bit, just because I mean, yeah. I want our guys who we know are going to be nails. I want our guys who are going to give us the best opportunity. And I mean, right now, unfortunately, he's not going to be that guy for me, which is kind of sad. Well, we are going to do that later in the show. Ooh, We're going to pick perfect. your rotation. Longtime that. listener Mark wants to know. I think that was Mark. I don't know. Someone asked me, who would my rotation be? It was nice. probably and I already got mine, so hopefully you'll you can think about yours. So anyway, game. So I already did game one. So game two, Christian Javier. This is another guy struggling. I'll I'll tell you this. He does okay. He just doesn't last very long because he throws a lot of pitches. But if there was some metric comparing how many runs you allow and how much run support you get, he might be one of the top pitchers. So does it matter how bad Javier is? Because some reason they they score for him. (laughs) They really do. I mean, I think with Javier too, it's, oh man. I mean, I don't know what it is with him this season. I don't know if it's the pitch clock. I don't know what's throwing him off his game. Last year, again, he was one of those guys that you really relied on. He's one of my dad's favorite pitchers and I never questioned my dad. So if dad says he's going to be okay, he's going to be okay. So I feel better about him than I do about some, 
But, um, but yeah, man, for a guy, it, again, I think one of the biggest things is he, yesterday, especially, it felt like every single inning, he was letting the first guy on base every inning, which is tough. Like you're putting yourself in a hole when you allow that right off the bat. So you're making it more difficult, more difficult for yourself. You're making oh, yeah. it to where you're giving the other team an opportunity, you know, even if you get a force out somewhere, you're, it's, it's tough. So um, I mean, I think it's one of those things he has to get control of that to give this team the best chance. But like you said, for some reason, man, they will give him all the run support in the world and it worked out in their favor yesterday. And I'm not mad at that. So I'll take it. <laughs> all right. So we'll start talking about game two and you'll kind of see what, what well, we'll kind of talk about how we're feeling after the 11 to two butt whipping in game one and then how this game started. Uh, Jordan hit home run number 26, so we took the lead in the third, but they answered right back with an RBI single, a two-run homer by Profar, and then Grisham doubled in uh, Britain, and they were up 4-1 to one in the fourth inning, and I'm thinking, here we go again. You know, I think for me, I'm one of those that, you know, as bad as the record has been at home, I'm always a firm believer that we always have a chance, so... I'm one that I won't count us out until the last out. I'm always going to think like, hey, we have the chance for a comeback. I've seen us come back from way more than just this, you know, what was it, four runs yesterday, five runs, something like that. Um, and so in my head, I was like, I, I feel okay about this. I feel like we're going we're gonna to get back in this and we're going to make something happen. So when they rewarded that thought, I was more than ecstatic yeah. about it. So. <laughs> This weekend should give yeah, everyone a little more confidence sense. about yeah. the Astros at home. Absolutely. Sure. And I think too, with the Padres, I mean, I have a friend who he, we were talking the other day and he heard the Astros were playing the Padres and he's like, oh, easy win. But you can never underestimate a team that has that much talent. And yeah. I think Friday showed that. Friday showed that they really had everyone firing on all cylinders. Everyone was getting hits. Everyone was getting guys in. They were doing the job that you expected the Padres to do all season long in one game. Could and you imagine so, being uh, a Padres fan uh, and being, they have a losing I, record. <laughs> I'd be like, how are we losing? We have all this, I mean, all this talent. I mean, you look at the Astros this year. That's how our fans have been because we haven't been number one in the division. It's the same vibe. You expect all of the greatness out of your team from day one but sometimes man the cards just don't fall in your favor and you know I think team chemistry is a huge thing and while the Padres are a great team on paper sometimes you have the best team on paper and you still don't win it you know yep. you still can't get it together for some reason and it's just teams have to have those specific intangibles that help them get to that next level and yeah. unfortunately, they just they just aren't clicking in whatever way. I don't know how, because again, I don't watch the Padres on a daily basis, but yeah. you know, there's there's something there that's missing. So we go to the bottom half of that inning. Dubon uh grounded into a force out and a Brady scored from third, four to two. And then the bottom of the fifth was pretty good for the Astros. Uh Alvarez had a ground roll double, brought in Altuve. Then Tucker said, I can do that, buddy. He had a ground roll double. Jordan and Pena scored. All of a sudden, we were up five to four. Then Abreu had an RBI single. He brought in Tucker six to four. My boy Maldi had an RBI single. He brought in Abreu. And now all of a sudden, we have a great fifth inning and we're up seven to four. Oh, man. 
incredible inning. It was awesome to see the line just moving. Like, that's what you wanted to see all year. And, you know, we haven't seen, I don't think, enough of that. Like, the Astros truly are a team that can be so potent, so crazy, and just so aggressive. And seeing everybody keeping the line moving, oh, man, it was it was beautiful. I was here for it. The thing about this weekend with the Astros offense, they had two big innings. They had five yesterday, and then today they had an even bigger one. But the Padres added a single in the sixth. That made it seven to five. The pitchers held everything down the last three innings, and the Astros win. Mayton, Neris, Montero, Abreu, and Presley gives up zero runs. But Graveman had three hits and a walk and a run. Graveman looks good sometimes. It looks bad sometimes. But overall, I'm happy to have him on the roster. Nice veteran that you can trust. I agree. I think he has his moments, but I think every every pitcher has their moments. I mean, you look at the JV game from what, like a couple weeks ago where he was having a rough time. That's just the ebbs and flows of the season. And, you know, again, like you said, still happy to have him on the team. Happy to have that veteran presence. Yeah, Javier only went four innings. So this is something negative about Javier. Even though he gets run support, he taxes the bullpen. That's not good. Four hits, four runs, three walks, and five strikeouts. Offensively, Michael Brantley, who's not playing a lot, and I'm okay with that. Keep him healthy, keep him strong, ready for the playoffs. That's when we need him. He went two for four, and at that point, he's hitting 248. Jordan went two for three with a walk and two RBIs. He had that home run. And the thing about yesterday's game is every starter had a hit and they were five for 10 with runners in scoring position, which is good. And they left six on base, seven runs on 11 hits. Pretty awesome when every starter gets a hit. I think the other day there was a game where they all got a hit, but they are so spread out that they couldn't do anything, but good game for the Astros. I'll take it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, anytime you can have the entire team getting hit, you're not going to be mad about it. You're going to be excited. And hopefully, again, like you said, it keeps the line moving on games like yesterday. And But sometimes it doesn't. And, God, you just got to deal with it and hope for the best. Yeah, it's like that GIF, that Bugs Bunny GIF, where they keep just yes. going around the bases. I love it. <laughs> One of the best. We love it. All right, so today is game three. It was J.P. France. Uh, bottom of the third, Altuve had a 16th home run. And then uh, Chaz scored on a pass ball. Actually, that happened first. Chaz scored on a pass ball. I messed up on my notes, so I'm, I'm putting arrows everywhere. <laughs> but Chaz scored first, and then there. Altuve had a home run. It was yep. a two-run shot. He brought in Yiner, and all of a sudden, we're up 3-0. to zero. And this game started good. Abreu reached on a fielding error. Tucker scored. After four innings, we're up 4-0. to zero. So it's looking like, hey, we're going to get this series win, and uh, hopefully Seattle can lose, and we'll get a little more padding in our lead. Oh, man, and honestly, too, I mean, I think at the beginning of the game, didn't J.P. France have the bases loaded in the first inning? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for him to get out of that, I think, was huge. I think that was a key moment that obviously wasn't a scoring moment, but for him to shut down the Padres the way he did to make sure he got that out, to keep it at goose eggs all around, yeah. make sure he gave his team a fighting chance right off the bat in that first inning. Oh, huge moment. So was definitely excited about that. And then of course, man, anytime you get a home run from Altuve, yeah. you know, 
Oh man, you, I mean, I was on Twitter and I saw, uh, who was it? Jared Carabas, uh, obviously Ben Verlander, all tweeting about Altuve because I mean, he is just that guy and he is that guy that as much as you don't want to root for him, you want to root for him, you know, even if you're a fan of another team. And so for him to do good and the guys even said it last week when they were playing the Rangers, they, they mentioned, you know, when Altuve is on fire, this team is on fire. And so yeah. You know, for him to get that home run really set the tone and really just made it to where the rest of the team just, you know, you feel good about what you're doing. And you can tell that when Jose Altuve is at his best, the whole team is at their best. And so that was definitely a testament to that today, which was, oh, amazing to see. We're, I was happy about it. All right. So on yesterday's episode, my solo episode, I talked about Kyle Tucker a little bit. He has like two RBIs, no home runs, and I'm not dogging him out. I never said anything negative. I just said he's someone that needs to get going. He hasn't done he hasn't done much, but uh, when we get to the sixth inning, he did a lot. All right, so Carpenter had a home run. We're up four to one, and then the Astros just go berserko here. Kyle Tucker, this is an amazing feat, folks. If you didn't see the game. RBI triple brought in Bregman. Abreu had an RBI single brought in Tucker. Now it's six to one. Diaz brought in Abreu seven to one. It's just like they come up and get a hit. The other guy knocks them in. Altuve <laughs> was hit by a pitch with the bases loaded. Brantley scored. It's eight to one. Pena fielder's choice. Chaz scored. Jordan sack fly. Alex Bregman sack fly. It's 11 to one. Two outs. Up comes Kyle Tucker who had a triple at the beginning of the inning, he gets another triple. How amazing is that? Man, that was insane. I mean, I was I was at Valencia's watching, having some penny mimosas. Shout out Valencia's. It was a great day. But, man, oh, seeing Kyle, you know, again, I felt like I was watching two completely separate innings because you just don't see that ever. And so for Kyle to make such a statement like that, you know, again, he's one of those that lately has been a little – just less out there and he's he's gotten a, a few less hits and things like that I mean he was stuck at what like 99 RBIs for a hot minute so to watching to watch him start to get going has been so awesome to see and I mean man it's it's crazy but it was awesome it was awesome to see him starting to get the ball rolling again and really seeing the ball well and hitting it well um, I mean getting two triples. I mean, I think someone said that that was the two triples in one inning was it's the 11th time that that has happened, which means it is like even two times as rare as a perfect game. Wow. Nuts. It seems like it would be 50 times more rare than hitting for the cycle. Oh yeah. Definitely. 100 times I mean, more. Gosh. Only 11 Crazy. times in the history of baseball. 11 times in the history of baseball. Wow. One player has gotten two triples in one inning. That's awesome. So the Astros okay. scored eight runs that inning, 12 to one. By and what point, about, what about his good. base stealing? He, oh, man. Didn't he get on base? And he, he got he got on base today. He stole, I think he might have walked. Yeah, he walked. He stole second and he stole third. It seemed like on two pitches in a row. He did. Yeah. Oh man. That was also crazy. And I think too, you want to, I mean, I want to see him hit the 30, 30 club, you know, I want to see that. You happen almost got for it today. Because, gosh, he is right there. And uh, 
but it's so crazy too because Kyle is so quietly amazing because you have guys like Altuve, you have guys like Jordan that do tend to get a little bit more of that attention, but Kyle is so silently dominant that the man's about to have a 30-30 year and barely anybody is talking about it because he's just, you know, unfortunately, yeah. he's on a team with Altuve and Jordan. So. <laughs> he, he was a second team all MLB last year, so I mean, people yeah. know about him. But yeah, they definitely know about him, but he may not get as much attention on a daily basis as some of the other guys. You yeah, know? But, yeah, he gets man, overshadowed he when he shouldn't. But yeah, absolutely. There was, or there is, they actually still exist. But on TikTok, I think it's called Mom Swag, and they make shirts. And I saw a shirt yesterday, and it was Kyle Tucker, you know, like doing a bat flip. And this is what the shirt said, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll get you the link someday if you want it. <laughs> it's, it's It has Tucker doing a bat flip, and it says, and it's perfect for this day and age, it says, tuck around and find out. Oh, I love it. <laughs> now I need that shirt. So I'm about to go find them on TikTok. I think it's, I think it's mom amazing. swag. I'll go find her and I'll tag you. I'm, I'm literally about to go look it up myself. They're $23 unless you need a big size like me, and they're a little more. I mean, hey, I'm all I'm all down with like a good sleep shirt. So I gotta have it, Mom. I wish yeah. Tucker was my favorite player. It's my wife's favorite player, so but I don't think she would get it. I don't think she would appreciate it. But anyway, top of the seventh, Rosario had a home run, and we win twelve to two. Awesome win, JP France. Yeah. Six innings, four hits, one run only, five walks. That's probably where he got in trouble in the first inning. And five strikeouts. He picks up the win. He's now 11 and five. JP France is a stud. And he is 361 ERA. Mushinsky gave up two hits and a run. Kunal, two innings, two walks and a hit, no runs. Good job by that guy. Offensively, Jordan, two for three with an RBI. Tuck, two for three with two RBIs. Chaz, two for four, and he scored twice. Yiner, one for three, RBI, and he scored twice. Altuve, one for three, three RBIs, and he scored two runs. Makes me feel like I wrote that down wrong. I don't remember Altuve having three RBIs, but maybe. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, crazy. Day maybe he did. And they're pitching. Who knows, man? Let's see. No, Altuve did have three RBIs because there he, you had go. That, he had the homer that drove in two, himself and Yiner, and then got the hit by pitch. There you go. That's there awesome. Best way to get an RBI. So the Astro 12 runs on 11 hits, four for nine, runs in scoring position, and six left on base. That's two games in a row. They were at 500 or a little worse. Six left on base. Uh, so now, here's some scoring updates, folks, from the American League West pennant race. Is it a pennant if you win? It is, right? Tampa Bay, it it's a final. They defeat Seattle for a six to three. Texas defeats the A's nine to four. So now, Houston is 82, 82 and 62, so 20 games over 500. Seattle, 79 and 64. And Texas, 78 and 64. So Seattle's two and a half back. Texas is three back. So they're they're in a little battle. Texas has came back in, in the uh, little race there. Um, I'd have to look at the wild card again because I looked at it the other day because I was going to tell you something about it, but I'd have to look again. <laughs> but I don't think it would change anything. Uh, we got to do players of the series. But, folks, 
We will do that right after this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We'll be right back with more Astros baseball. All right, we are back. And it's time, Steffi, to hand out some hardware. Who do you have for pitcher of the series? Oh, man. Pitcher of the series. I feel like I have to go JP. I think JP just pitched such an incredible game today. He did get into a little bit of trouble in that first inning, but he was able to work himself out of it. And I think that's huge. I think it's huge to not let yourself get too engulfed in the moment, not to panic. And, you know, for a rookie to be able to take that moment, breathe, and then move forward and help their team get into the best position to win. I think that that was key to this game. And Man, I think it helped the team to to win this series. I wonder how awesome JP France would be if he was still in AAA. Gosh, man, who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but, but I also have JP France. Six innings, four hits, only one run, five walks, and five strikeouts. I, I would say he wins based on the other guys not doing well, but that's a good outing. It's a quality start. One run yeah. allowed. I will take that any day now position player this is kind of rough because a lot of people did stuff but a lot of people didn't do stuff all three games but i'll tell you who i have while you're thinking because you look like you're thinking i got Jordan alvarez he went one for one with three walks he's on base all four times in game one he went two for three with a walk in game two and he went two for three today Jordan alvarez that's my player of the series position player I think for me, position player-wise, I have to go Kyle Tucker. I think offensively, him getting over that hump of getting past those 99 RBIs, I think him having the two triples in one inning, man, I think he just helps to continue keep keeping this team at its best. And again, it's the same way with Altuve. When Altuve is rolling, when Kyle Tucker is rolling, it only helps this team to be a better cohesive unit. So I think he brings just some really intangible things to the to the plate so no pun intended tuck around and find out folks absolutely <laughs> all right who do you got for your rose winner i was thinking about abreu i was thinking about kunal but i wanted to i don't know if that's how you say his name but i wanted to know what you thought because i have somebody sometimes i don't have a rose and i'll just give it to somebody else that had had a good game or where they did something you know i said last week that Abreu was my rose of the week I am going to keep him as my rose of the week I think we are just seeing some he's really being more selective in his pitches you're getting more walks out of him he's seeing the ball well he's getting on base this is the Abreu that you wanted to see from the very beginning and I know some people I think I saw on Twitter like literally the same day that I sat there and was like oh he's my rose someone was like oh he's been crappy with scores like runners in scoring position <laughs> but I mean, again, like he is still doing so much better than I think he was at the very beginning. And I think it does take a little bit of time when you are so used to being the guy on a team. And he was that with the White Sox. He was the guy to go on to a team where not that you're not 
you're not you're not a nobody, but you're also someone who, first of all, because people love Yuli so much just as a player. I mean, granted, last year Yuli didn't do anything until the playoffs. Yuli went from being a bad. Yuli was last year's Maldi. Yeah. He went from having the batting title to not doing anything in the regular season to just having a really rough time. But because he's Yuli, we love him. Again, you you love the devil you know, you know? (laughs) This is two years in a row that my favorite player (laughs) is the guy getting the most, you know, the most most uh, hate on the team. The most hate. Yeah. The most hate (laughs) from fans. Last year, I yeah. was, Yuli sucks. Yuli sucks. I'm like, I don't care. He's my favorite player. I don't Same. care. I but he left. Yuli. He left. So my second favorite player, Martin Maldonado, moves up. Now he gets a lot of slander, but who cares? Ain't going to change you know, my man? mind. I had someone on TikTok say, can I ask you a question? I said, sure. They're like, why Why Maldi? I don't know. <laughs> I just like him. I, I like people. I like them. For, if I like them, I like them. I don't know. Exactly. But yeah, so for me, it's for me, Abreu is starting to become that player that we all knew he could be. And if he can bring it out in the, if we can, first of all, make it to the playoffs because it's still so tight right now. And I will never sit there and be like, Oh yeah, we're going to be in. I mean, I hope we're in the playoffs. I believe we can be, I believe we can do big things in it, but I'm not going to be someone who talks crap on any other teams (laughs) or anything like that. Like some people are like, I'm like, we're still only two and a half games ahead of the Mariners. And while we are keeping that distance very well, look at how quickly it's changed for the Rangers and for the Mariners within the past month. Yeah. So until the fat lady sings, I ain't saying anything. You know? we've, we've got a good chance to pad that lead coming up and we'll get to we that do. later. Oh, absolutely. But I, I was thinking about this, but I'm not going to do it. But I'm still going to mention it, that Ryan do Presley it. got saved number 30. So since I couldn't find a rose, Ooh. I said I was going to go, I'll just give it to Presley for getting the 30 saves. But I'm going to go with that Kunal guy. Mm. Two scoreless innings. Okay. Like, who would expect that? You think that guy's going to go in and give up a couple runs, eat up some innings? Yeah. Like, who would expect that? I did not expect that. My expectations, what he did, it's over it. He's going to get it. I respect it. Hey, solid, solid pick. I'm in for that. Solid pick. All right, so now we're going to get to the question that I received from Mark Ulrich. I don't want to butcher his last name. What would be your rotation for the playoffs? I think with Framber and JV, it's back to back, not back to back, but you could put them either way. 100%. But I'm going to go with Framber at number one. He's been a stud all year, and I'll say JV's number two. I think since Framber's been here the whole year, he would probably be number one. But I mean, I'd, I'd be good, okay with either way. Yeah, I feel that. I think I looked at it from a perspective of both looking at the entire series. So I went completely unconventional. I would put JP France first. Let him get game one of the ALDS. Let's get off to a good start. Then I put Javier right behind him because you never know what you're going to get with Javier. So could be great, could be bad. But if Javier gives us a chance to ha- take two games, I'm in for that. And especially with it being a three out of five for the ALDS. Wow. And then then JV and Fromber. You can interchange them either way. Brown at number five. Yeah, I have under Brown at five. I have Framber, JV, JP France, and then CJ. I am not as wild as you. I'm going to keep them in I... order. I'm going to keep them in order the way they should be because I – 
I do not have that in me to. I decided to go off the walls and just switch it up. But you know what? Let's get a little wild today. It's a Sunday. Why not? <laughs> Sunday well, you, fun day. Just you have every right to do that. <laughs> you have every and right granted, to do that. This is absolutely not something that I think would ever actually happen. But oh, no, like, no, no. Not at all. So, <laughs> so I'm going to look at the wild card standing because that is our next. Yeah. So oh, wild that card changes. Right now. Texas that changes is things. still out of it. Yeah. Tampa Bay at plus 8.5, Toronto at plus one, Seattle at the mark, and then Texas. Toronto is ahead of Seattle now. Yeah. Okay. So that changes things. Yep. Oh, no. They were going to play. Yeah. So it's Toronto. So that would be Seattle instead of Toronto. And uh, I, I'm lost. I'm totally lost here. Oh, and then that would be uh, I'm lost. Okay, so my next question. I'm totally lost. I don't know where to put Toronto now. I guess they would be the same. I don't know. All right. So anyway, the question is, and this is the way you could answer it right here, right? It doesn't really matter the order because it doesn't change the answer. So it was also Mark, I believe, who asked me this. This was before the last two games, mind you. Would you rather the Astros, would they be better off being the number five seed so that they could play more games on the road since they play so much better on the road? And my answer to that, which should be pretty close to what you're going to say, is if you're the number one seed, you avoid playing. Not only do you get a first round bye, but you avoid Tampa Bay and Baltimore. Let them duke it out on the other side. And then you would play the winner of Seattle and who would that be? Seattle and Minnesota. I liked it better with Toronto ahead of Minnesota. Wait, Minnesota? Minnesota's the three seed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forget that Minnesota. Because they're, divi wow. they're the division winner. So they're like the Wild sixth seed, times, but man. they're the three Wild seed. Times. Yeah, they're like the worst, the worst team in the playoffs. Wild. So you would be right there. Minnesota would play Seattle, and you would play the winner of that. And you win one series, and you're in the ALCS. If you're number five, you got to win three series to get there. You don't want to do that. Yeah. No, I definitely, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. Like, a playoff atmosphere should and usually is very different from a home atmosphere. Like, people are more in the game. You're going to have people that, I mean, they're spending good money to be there. They should be invested, especially during the ALDS, the ALCS, the World Series. I will say some people do get priced out, so you may not have as many of the typical everyday fans at a World Series game. But even getting there, I mean, also, too, to have the buy and not have to do a play-in game for the wild card, I'll take that any day. I'm not trying to sit there and have to play a wild card like we did in 2015. Absolutely not. You know? and, and the teams that are in the wild card, they have a three-game series, and they're going to their number one pitcher isn't going to be ready for game one. Very so you true. have, you have the think... pitching advantage by far, so it's way better to be the two seed. Yeah, Absolutely. But I will say, I think that as we've learned twice, as long as you're in the playoffs, 
anything can happen and wild card teams can win the world series. You know, yeah. I mean, we look at the NL East kicking our asses two years <laughs> and with a wild card team of all things. But I mean, at the end of the day, as long as you get hot at the right time, that's all that matters in the postseason. And granted wild card teams, sometimes that extra play does help because it keeps you in the rhythm, yeah. you know? So I think that that's something to think of too, but I mean, at the same time, I still would rather, I'd rather have a home game. I'd rather have us in front of the home crowd, giving the guys all of the hype. And I think too, our fans still travel so well right now that no matter where they're at, we're, we're going to have that support. And which I'm actually going to Kansas city this upcoming week. So I'm hyped to be on the road to watch the Astros. So excited. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's crazy, but I mean, our, our fans travel well, we're going to show up at home. We're going to show up on the road. It doesn't really matter, but I think having to not having to play in and play that extra series it's always going to be an advantage in my oh, opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think. Especially when you're used to playing of, in November every year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Get a little get rest. Exhausted. Exactly. Yeah. Let them get, get a little nap in on a Get Sunday. a little nap, get healthy. Yeah. Exactly. You get it. I get it. We all, all get right. it. So next up for your Houston Astros, they are at home against Oakland for three games. Monday is at 7-10. Framber Valdez. See, that's the difference in the last series and this one. When I looked at it, I was like, we don't have our good pitchers in this series. So pretty amazing that we come out of it with the series win. But Oakland, we got Framber against Miller, who's 0-2 with a 3.09 ERA. Tuesday at 7-10, JV versus Sears, who's 4-11 with a 4.51 ERA. And then Wednesday, 6-10. And I think this is going to be the closest matchup. But you never know. The Oakland A's could beat us all three times. I'm not. I was I'm not gonna saying. say honestly. I wasn't gonna say anything, but honestly, for me, the Oakland A's, for some reason, they just have a knack for really kicking our ass at the most <laughs> random times when we don't need it. So yeah. um, I'm hopeful that we can beat the A's. I think we can. Um, I mean, shoot, even the Rangers had a tough time with them this weekend. They did. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was insane. So I think we. I mean, this is our moment where we have to make a big push. We have to widen that gap. Um, I mean, you know, the, the Seattle Mariners are going to be playing the angels. So it's not like they're paying, playing an incredibly crazy team. Texas is going to be playing Toronto. So and that's I mean, good for us. It's, it's great for us. So it's they're like, just going to beat up each other was... and get further behind. <laughs> that's what we're hoping. I mean, as I, I think we just need, this is our moment to widen the gap. Let's take advantage of it. Let's make sure that we make the most of playing the A's this weekend. So but, everyone listening, you're Angels fans this weekend. I'm an Angels Angel fan. fan. I'm a Toronto fan. Heck I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of everybody but the Mariners and the Rangers, that's for sure. <laughs> so I guess Wednesday is 6-10. It's a little earlier, but it's Hunter Brown against Blackburn, who I think is one of their best pitchers, 4-4 four and four with a 3.88 ERA. And like you said, Texas and Toronto – not at, but I just put who they're playing. Texas, yeah, yeah. Toronto, Seattle, and the Angels. So they've got some tough series. We should have a pretty easy series. We should, on paper, with JV and Framber going against the Oakland A's. I mean, at the worst, it could be two to one. But I don't know. The Astros offense showed up. It's it's so weird to go back to that, to that uh, Yankees. 
the Yankees sweep. It was nuts. And then we just we're we've been good after that. So let's shake it off. Like what's Absolutely. that? Who sings that? Shake it off. <laughs> oh man. Hey, you're gonna be the next Jose Altuve. They're gonna put you on the internet with Taylor Swift now. Heck yeah. Worst all right, so doing, you know. <laughs> so that's all the time we have, folks. But we do have three minutes and eight seconds left. If Stadium Steffi has a final thought. Oh man, what is my final? I have so many thoughts. That's the problem. Can three minutes handle all of that? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> definitely excited. The Astros are starting to heat up, and I think they are heating up at the exact right moment that we needed to needed them to do so. I mean, we've been so spoiled the past few years where we haven't had to deal with worrying about the worrying about the division race this late into the season. And now we're getting the feel of every other baseball fan in the league. And I think we just got to be out there. We got to root for our guys excited to go out to Kansas City this week and uh, get to watch them in person at Kauffman. And yeah, man, let's go Astros. Let's make sure we keep this thing rolling and shoot. Let's try and get a sweep of the A's if we can. I mean, again. They're always tough for some reason. They love to play the spoiler, but yep. let's make sure we, we don't let that happen and let's hope the boys get it done. You know, my opinion on this year is probably different than a lot of people because everyone's used to being 16 games ahead of everybody at yeah. this point. And it makes the end of the season kind of boring. Yeah, I think it's I think this whole situation is fun. And it is. I, I wrote it's fun on my day. The way that I've said it to everybody at the end of the day as long as you get into the playoffs you have a chance yeah so as long as the Astros get there we've got a chance to make some big things happen so let's have faith in our boys let's hope for the best and let's get this damn win you know yeah like when's the last time we got the scoreboard watch that's not something we're used to doing it and it's fun yeah it's like well like last year I didn't care who Texas and Seattle were playing now I do (laughs) it's there's more things to care about we were really watching, I think, what was it, Seattle, just to make sure that they lost every game so we could win the division. But it yeah. wasn't like a really intense scoreboard watch the way it has been this year. So yeah. I think it's making it exciting. I think it's making it a fun race. The West is still chaos, but I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it, too. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for this episode of Astros Baseball. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.